0: Friends, there's a lot to report on what's happening at the front lines of faith. Having just returned from Romania, Moldova, and Ukraine, we've seen firsthand how the church is stepping up in amazing ways to serve and save those being driven out of Ukraine by Putin's war. These pastors, congregations, and volunteers have put themselves on the line for the gospel and for their fellow man. We need to support them. The interview you'll hear today is one of those amazing servants. When we first recorded this interview, she was just finishing plans for how to evacuate students from the Ukraine Evangelical Theological Seminary, where she worked, as head of the Worship Arts Department. The invasion hadn't begun yet, and it all seemed fairly academic. It sure doesn't now. Irina and her children are now in a safe location somewhere in Scandinavia, and her husband reported for duty with the Ukraine Territorial Defenses. And he carries on his ministry to trap citizens and defenders alike. To say this family is stressed is a gross understatement. Please keep the Yarmolenkos in your prayers as you hear this interview today. And again, please support the work of the church in Ukraine through our Serve Ukraine project. I'll tell you how later in the program. Welcome to an encore presentation of Compassion Radio.
1: I love our people. I love our nation, the Ukrainians. We had a lot of suffering in our history. It's true, and even this last eight years of war, it wasn't very easy years for no. many people. People who stay here in this country and not go abroad, they're heroes in some sense. <laughs>
0: yes, they're brave.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to see in our Ukrainian church not many like hate. Russia in, pe- in people's hearts and I think it's very important for Christians don't hate uh, their enemies
0: making sense of the world when the world seems to have lost its senses we're compassion radio the daily radio journal that takes you to the front lines of faith we're very glad you've joined us today this program is going to be a bit different than usual in that it's kind of out of order you see, in the run-up to the Russian invasion of a peaceful country, we reached out to many friends in and around Ukraine to get their perspective and to learn how they were preparing for the unthinkable. And frankly, Vladimir Putin didn't give us enough time to get those programs on the air before his tanks rolled on Kharkiv, Chernobyl, and then on to Kiev. Still, the things these people had to say are important, if not bitterly ironic. So much has changed in such horrible ways since the time we were just discussing it. The sad reality is that evil was not constrained in the ways we hoped. Yet hope itself has remained, and is very much alive. At the same time, the hope of these days is mixed with a huge dose of sorrow. Is there light at the end of the tunnel? Well, the people living through the smoke and inferno of war will have to be the ones to decide. We can decide to pray for them and to supply them with what they need right now. And you can do that very thing as you give to Compassion Radio this month. I know we're just one of several worthy recipients of your generosity. If you decide we're not the ones for you, I'd still urge you from the bottom of my heart to give somewhere. And don't delay. But if you've ever drawn comfort, encouragement, or courage itself from this ministry, I'd strongly encourage you now to pay it forward, even literally. You can reach us any time of day at CompassionRadio.com. I'll tell you later in the broadcast all the other ways you can connect with us to make your gift and to share your prayer requests with us. God bless and thank you so much. And now, to the program. Hello. Hello, Marina. This is Bram Floria calling you.
1: Yeah, hello, Bram. I'm glad to hear you.
0: Glad to hear yeah, you, too.
1: Yeah, pretty long time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sandy's on the recording with us as well, so she'll be hearing you okay. talk, so you can, she can talk to you as well.
1: Hello,
2: how are you? Hello, Sandy. I'm okay. Good, good. Thank you for yeah, doing this. I know yeah. it's late there. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. My family is
1: sleeping, but I'm not
0: Obviously, the news is pretty big that we're hearing here in the States. Our president is speaking about what they're going to do to try to make Russia stop. But I needed about 15 minutes worth of discussion with somebody who's there right now. I've just finished up Mm -hmm. a long interview with Oles, and he's given me about three and a half programs worth. So I've done those programs, and now I'm trying to fill in the next part, which is tomorrow. That's why I was trying to find somebody that was available right now to help me get that recorded. So if you don't mind Mm -hmm. me asking you a few questions, and you can introduce yourself and your role there at uh, UETS and your friendship with L.S. we just talked with on the radio before you, and then you can tell me Mm -hmm. about how the church is praying, what we as the church in America can be praying for for you during this time, those kind of questions, okay? Okay. 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 I'll do a quick introduction, then you fill me in on the details, okay?
1: Yes, yes.
0: For this section of our Compassion Radio program, we're going to turn it over to someone who's also on the ground in Ukraine in Kyiv. We have Marina Yarmolenko, and she's a friend of ours from the Evangelical Theological Seminary there in Kyiv. And Marina, thank you for staying up late with us tonight to talk about what's going on right now.
1: You're welcome. I'm glad to talk about our situation. Uh, yeah, my name is Marina Yarmolenko, and my position in Ukrainian Evangelical Theological Seminary in Kyiv is I'm head of music department. Uh, yes. And uh, our seminary, our school, is um, almost in Kiev. And right now, station in Kiev is um, not worried. People keep calm, uh, but some people uh, feel sometimes like panic because uh, everyone uh, read news and uh, watch television every day of course and right now we have we, we are all overwhelming by information from different parts of world mm-hmm. and sometimes it seems uh, for me like in us some people have more level of panic even here <laughs>
0: uh, <No doubt. laughs> yeah
1: sometimes sometimes yeah yeah we have we have panic sometimes especially last week before 16th um, February, it was first date, uh, what prognosed about start of war. And uh, we worried so much and we prayed, but we are still alive. Mm-hmm. I'm glad about this. Yeah, but a level of fear sometimes very high, um, but I see many people in Kyiv, um, mm-hmm their uh, their stay here at home because some people leave country right. and go to Poland and' other countries yeah but I see many people uh, they uh, they stay here in in Kiev uh, they go to market buy food and try to live like everyday life yeah. yeah for us it's big help to go to work and doing something without thinking. A lot about war, but we hear different news, and especially yesterday evening, uh, this bad news about this republic, Luhansk and Donetsk republic, and Putin, Mm. Putin's decision. Yeah, it, it was bad news.
0: Not encouraging in the least. We can try to imagine from here in America what it's like facing down a major invading army at your borders and we would think how unnerving that would be yeah but you all had lived with this for a very long time so ukraine has been under the thumb of russian forces under the soviets for many many years and then during the transition to a democracy to actually having free elections for the first time in thousands of years you got pushed back and there were puppet governments that were put in place trying to tamp down this fervor in ukraine for freedom and you along with the uts was very involved with helping the people of Ukraine capture the vision of what it's like to be a free people, to be able to freely uh-huh, speak your mind, uh-huh. to live freely, to choose the kind of career paths you wanted, to choose the religion or the worship environment you wanted to be in, or none at all. It was a liberalization of your country like it has never happened before. And you all were at the very forefront yeah. of that because you believe that faith in action makes a difference. And so Oles and I have talked about that the past few days. Yet the threat has always been there, and it wasn't long after this revolution of dignity, as Oles put it, that brought the new government and the new structures into place. Right away, Russia was biting off chunks of Ukraine to try to test the waters, to see if it's possible to gain influence again. And that happened in 2014. Yeah, It's always been there for you in the modern era. It's not far away from your mind, so you have to go on with living. We don't understand that much in America, that you've had this experience for so many years and have managed to cope with it. Yeah. What is different about this chapter right now for the believers in Ukraine? What are you praying most for, and what do you encourage us in the West to focus on as we pray for you?
1: Yeah. For church, maybe all this uh, 30 years of our freedom, like uh, independent country, we had great, great freedom for our churches, Mm -hmm. uh, for our faith. Even today, we had great uh, conversation with students, with musicians, and we remember... How many projects we could do through this year's how many camps, conferences, youth camps, evangelistic mm-hmm. projects we had this year's, and it was a great time for Ukraine for her spiritual growing. Mm-hmm. It's better, it's best, I think, than in Russia, and we see openness, our people to faith, to Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And even if not all people in country go to the church on Sundays, but they hear about Gospel and they're open to God uh, inside and mm-hmm. they're close to Christian principles, to Gospel principles. Uh, and yeah, I love our people. I, mm-hmm. I, I love our nation, the Ukrainians. We are open. We had a lot of suffering in our history. It's true, really. And even this last eight years of war, it it wasn't very easy years for no. many people. And people who stay here in this country and not go abroad, uh, they're heroes in some sense.
0: <laughs> yes, they're brave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, because this dangerous from Russia, still be with us this eight year. For church it was freedom time and uh, I'm glad to see in our Ukrainian church not many like hate mm. russia in, pe- in people's heart and i think it's very important for christians don't hate uh, their enemies but it's hard to bless them mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and it's hard how pray about our enemies mm. because we were shocked in 2014 because russian were our brothers it, they were relatives for us. Mm-hmm. We, we have relatives in, in Russia and we were totally shocked with this deal. Um, yeah. And right now we need to have wisdom mm-hmm. and peace inside. And we should be strong in spirit. And we should understand how pray about our country, about our people here, because we church, we need to be example. Mm. Of how we believe in these circumstances, how we believe to God, mm. even in these circumstances, we should be example for unbelievers mm. or non-Christians people here. We should be calm and trust to God mm. first, because a little bit panic can be uh, among Christians too here, yes. Absolutely. but we need to be really strong and look on the Lord and Trust to the Lord and pray and pray about army, about our government. Yeah, because uh, we need to have unity.
0: Absolutely. We're committed to that kind of prayer for you and for your country. For 78 years now, we've depended on the faithful encouragement of friends just like you to bring this unique radio and media ministry to the air each day. As I mentioned at the top of the program, we have a very special giving opportunity for a special offering to the church in Ukraine, and we need to stand with them. Our toll-free order line is 1-800-868-2478. That's 1-800-868-2478. If you need to call early or late, that's okay. Just make sure to leave your name and phone number, and we'll get back to you immediately when the doors open each business day. You can also give anytime online at CompassionRadio.com. And if you prefer to put a stamp on it, you can always find us at Compassion Radio, P.O. Box 2770, Orange, California, 92859. God bless you as you stretch your faith. I hope we can be a real encouragement and challenge to you for many, many years to come.
1: Uh, We need to have unity.
0: Absolutely. We're committed to that kind of prayer for you and for your country. We do want to see you all continue to be the examples of Christ-likeness, that you are the representatives of the kingdom. You are the kingdom in Ukraine, and God has established you as ambassadors to other governments and other powers, and you have a place, and you establish that by your sacrifice and by your selflessness you're already a great example. May God sustain that in you. Uh, Sandy's got a question for you here, too.
2: Okay. Marina, I was just wondering, as the leader, as the director of the music department and the worship department at the seminary, and you meet with students regularly and on a daily basis, you see them, how are you talking about these things, the situation in your country? How are the students responding to what's mm-hmm. happening, and how are, they, um, how are they dealing with it? And, and you're leading them in this. Um, yeah, what I see and I'm
1: glad to see this in our young students, uh, they are glad and they don't worry about politics and even war and it's cool, it's great. Yeah, some of them worry because their parents mm-hmm. are so worried about them because they're students in Kiev. Yes. And in this situation it is not safe place for some parents. We believe it is a safe place, but we can't be sure. Uh, yeah, and students keep calm and some of them keep strong faith that God will help our country. Hmm. They're patriotic, most of them are so like patriotic people. And uh, they want to to pray every day about Mm. country, about this situation together in the evening. And I see even our services in UETS right now um, became more involving. Mm. You know, it's like students woke up Mm. and everyone woke up, even in our church last Sunday. People sang more loudly, mm-hmm. more involving than every every Sunday service before. And students, students, uh, they're okay, and they're not so unexci- an excited. Oh, sorry about my. Yeah, sorry about my. Yeah,
2: English.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Your words are fine, it's Marina. Okay. Don't worry about that.
2: Your yeah. English is fine. <laughs>
0: Good. <laughs> okay. Marina, we don't have much time for this segment. I do want to get a, a full report from you when we have more time to talk about what's happened this week and how God answers your prayers. But tell us, as believers here in the West, what you want us to know about your situation and what you want us to know about what God's telling you right now.
1: Oh, it's hard question. Maybe it's hard question. Yeah, we are thankful to all Christians around the world about prayers, about posting on Facebook about Ukraine. It's really big support for us, mm-hmm. and even couple messages. Some Americans send me this week. We never messages between us mm-hmm. a couple years, and it is encouraging me. And it's encouraging my colleagues, because they friends from different countries send messages and ask questions and worry about us. It's very important for us not feel our country like alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, pray request to post something and pray about strong for for Christians here and wisdom, special wisdom for our government, for army, for influential people here. If, you know, maybe less he understands political situation more holistically, mm-hmm. because I see one side, yeah, I, I hear all news. I know about all speeches, Putin uh, speeches. It's hard to understand whole picture. Mm. And even some people from army don't speak a lot for everyone about what happened mm. on the front line, yeah. because some people can be so afraid about this. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, Marina, let us pray for you right now and uh, Thank just to encourage you in that way. Father in heaven, we are so grateful for this time that you've allowed us to have with Marina. And God, we just ask that you would quicken our hearts to remember the people of Ukraine, to remember our sisters and our brothers in Ukraine, that our fellow believers need a fresh encouragement of the Spirit. And God, we just pray that you would, by your Holy Spirit, give them wisdom and insight into their situation, into how they need to respond as followers of Christ. And God, I pray for those of us here in the West that are spectators in all of this crisis, in all of this world event that's happening there, that you would give us insight in how to pray, even supernaturally, how to pray for people in Ukraine that need a touch from you, that need to hear that you are the hope of glory, that you are the hope of peace and freedom, regardless of what's happening in the political world. And God, I just pray for strength and I pray for safety for all of those people that are so close to what's happening on the borders with Russia and Belarus. And God, I just pray for your direct intervention in all of this and help us here in the West to be strong and courageous for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. And I pray that you would help them to be strong and courageous, Lord, that they would trust you as their strength and their fortress and their shield against those enemies that would put them down, that would, Um, take their freedoms from them. God, again, I thank you. I thank you for our friendship with Marina and for our friendship with the folks at UETS. I thank you for how they have encouraged us through the years, and I pray that we can continue to do that for them as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Marina, thank you for staying up late with us today and letting us know your heart so we'll be praying for your people, because we read the scriptures that every major battle that God ever fought, if He put anybody on the front lines, it was always the worship leaders. And you, as a yeah. leader of worship leaders, helping to build the worship culture and the power of the Spirit in your people in Ukraine comes because of the work you do. And we are so proud that we get to know you and see you firsthand doing that work and raising up young people especially to be frontline spiritual warriors. Thank you again for sharing a little bit of this story, and we'll follow up with you real soon, hopefully at a time of day when it's not quite so late for you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Well, thank you, Marina. God bless you, too. Yes. Yes. Blessing. Blessing.
2: Good night.
0: As a result of this brutal and completely unnecessary war, hundreds of thousands are now international refugees in dozens of countries. As I mentioned at the top of the program, this interview was recorded in the twilight before the onset of hostilities in Ukraine. Ukrainian Christians were prayerful and hopeful that God would intervene in the affairs of state to protect the innocent all across the country. And that leads us to a hard question and a difficult answer. How did God answer all those prayers for safety and for the drums of war to be silenced? The answer is, we may never know in this lifetime. At first glance, it would seem like the prayers of Ukrainian Christians and their friends around the world went conspicuously unanswered, that they didn't do much good at all. Things are just so ugly and traumatizing right now for these wonderful people. Yet when I take a head count of the people we've been praying for, not one life has been lost as far as we know. I'm not saying in the least that these friends have completely escaped the death and suffering of their fellow countrymen but all the students and staff of Ukraine Evangelical Theological Seminary somehow survive. The campus is still standing, even though it's just blocks away from some of the heaviest fighting. It's just that in God's severe mercy, it appears that some of our prayers have been answered the way we hoped. Many have not. So, hope itself remains and is still alive. Friends, please don't stop praying for the kingdom of God in harm's way and for the nation of Ukraine as it is being pummeled by an implacable foe. Do I think they will eventually win this war? Yes, I do. And as hard as it is to say this at a time when so much justified anger is warranted against the Russian dictatorship of Vladimir Putin, I ask you to pray for Russia, not against it. Pray for the young men being forced to murder their neighbors. For the families that will soon find out that their children have died in the senseless war. Pray for the millions of Russians who are completely deluded by an unceasingly deception-oriented propaganda machine. And pray for the leaders of Russia who can and should stop choosing to do evil in their pursuit of empire. Friends, I know that's a tall order, but the Lord laid it heavily on my heart today, and I can't not say it. And finally, a note about what happened to Marina and her family since this interview was recorded. Having never expected they would or should have to evacuate, the war came to their neighborhood anyway, and they ran to safety in a country they never thought they'd find themselves. After an arduous journey by car, foot, and by rail, Marina and her children are now being protected and loved on by friends in Scandinavia. They have no idea how long they'll have to stay there or to make it their home. Other friends we've spoken with on this program are likewise pursuing safe haven in other countries. And we are still trying to reestablish contact with them and will report on where they landed as soon as we can. And a select few have chosen to remain in the area surrounding Kiev no matter what in order to provide for the physical, spiritual, and emotional needs of those who have no options to leave. For them especially, I ask you to continue to pray every time the Lord reminds you of them. Keep an eye on our Compassion Radio website and our Facebook page for updates and reports from Romania and Moldova. God bless you, friends, for all you do and for how you'll give sacrificially so that we can continue to connect you to this important corner of God's kingdom. Thanks for joining us today. Send your special gift for the church in Ukraine today. Call 1-800-868-2478 or give online at CompassionRadio.com. God bless, and we'll see you tomorrow.